Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Woohoo! Hey guys, how's it going? So I'll tell you what, if you are listening to my voice right now, which means I actually got my podcast off the ground. Uh, you know what, I was actually looking back in my journals and trying to figure out when I probably put, first put this in as a goal or when I wanted to have my podcast out. And you know what, I have a feeling it was probably at least three years ago. You know, I've been a, a consummate consumer of other people's podcasts. I love the podcasting format. I've dove headfirst into other people's podcasts for years and years and years. And I kept telling myself, you know what, I'm going to launch my own podcast. And you know, we have all those goals and all those aspirations of things that we're going to do. And sometimes we just don't get to it. So if you are hearing my voice right now, um, you are hearing episode number one. So first, First and foremost, everybody, welcome here. We're getting this initiative off the ground. Interesting, interesting backstory. Um, I'm going to share with a couple backstories. So that's one of the things you guys are going to find is I tell a lot of stories. I share a lot of uh, personal insights. I share a lot of insights from my clients. I share a lot of insights from people that I've come across. Here's the thing. I've just been so blessed over the years, just been touched and blessed and have been given so many um, wonderful people and mentors and lessons in my life that, you know, it's now time to start sharing all that insight, start sharing all those resources, start sharing all the things that I've learned over this journey that I've been on. And you know what? I sometimes I feel like I'm just getting started, which I truly am. Um, but what I want to do as one of the intentions of this podcast is to share the blessings that have been instilled upon myself, share a lot of the lessons and messages that um, my mentors and people that I've come in contact over almost 20 years in this business have shared with me. I believe when you've been blessed, you need to be a blessing to others. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's a, um, you know, part personal reflection, part journey, part inspiration, part encouragement, part just pure fire. And I'm not going to follow a set pattern. Um, I'm going to see where the creative process takes me on this. We're just getting this off the ground. This is episode number one. So if some of you have never heard me before, you will understand that I'm a different kind of a cat. Um, I do things a little bit different sometimes. You know, I, I, I want to be myself and I want to be true and authentic to my own voice. Now, I've had a lot of experiences over the years about um, going through and, you know, learning from others and learning from people that um, were powerful powerful presenters and powerful mentors and speakers, and I would model them. And the day that it finally dawned on me to be myself, to step into my own power, to step in and share my own voice, that was the day that I became more powerful. Now, I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm still trying to learn this. Like many of you that are probably listening to this right now, you're trying to find your way. I get it. That's one of the things that we're going to cover on this journey as well. It's going to be about real estate investing. It's going to be about personal development. It's going to be a, a personal reflection. It might even be part diary some days. And, and who knows, maybe my mom would be the only one listening to this, but I'm excited about the process and I'm ready to really dive into it. And I'm ready to let, um, you know, see where it goes. 
Okay, so with that being said, if we have not had the pleasure of meeting, um, I imagine most of you that are probably going to be listening to some of these first early podcast episodes, you probably are familiar with my work, whether you've uh, followed me online or been part of my email list or maybe been a member of the uh, RAIN network for, for many years, you're probably familiar with who I am. But I also think that there might be a whole new audience that will be opening up here as well. This whole world of live broadcasting and uh, podcasting, you truly can start opening up to an entire world that's out there. And I'm just blown away that I truly could be sitting in my office here in my home studio and I can potentially get a message out to the world right now. We are truly living in an incredible opportunity. You know, for example, you know, if we were sitting here and if I was doing a live broadcast, I potentially can now live broadcast to a worldwide market of a message, an inspiring message of, of a lesson, something that I've learned, an interview, somebody who I've met. I can broadcast that now to a live audience worldwide, where in the past, maybe only the CBC or CTV or NBC or Netflix could only get that. We now have the opportunity with a recording, with a microphone, with a web camera to be able to share our message to the world. Okay, so a couple things. Number one, um, my core values, and this is what I'm going to judge my podcast on and judge this entire journey on. My core values are to inspire, to encourage, and always come from a place of love. Now, one of the things that's going to happen within this podcast is, you know, it, it might be a little bit raw. It might be a little off the cuff. It might be a little unscripted. Um, but I do have a clear intention. And the intention is to serve, inspire, encourage, and come from a place of love. That's my core intention to deliver on each and every episode of this podcast. So, and I really want to build a relationship. Um, I think podcasting and audio of of me being in your ear right now. And I, I totally understand you're probably doing something else. You're either maybe working out or you're going for a walk or you're taking the dog for a walk or maybe you're ironing or maybe you're doing something else. You're probably doing something else. So I'm going to try and bring some energy and some excitement and some enthusiasm to this entire process because I want to have your attention because you're probably doing something else. And let's, you know, I want to be real about that because I know that when I listen to podcasts, I'm doing something else. And I always love the ones that have a little bit of a fire and a little bit of excitement, a little bit of edge to it as well. Um, like I mentioned, I want to build a relationship with you. Um, I have uh, some fairly, uh, I have, a, here's the cool thing. I actually have probably about 47 episodes already lined up and ready to go. And I was actually going to bring this out a couple months ago. And then this whole coronavirus and COVID-19 kicked in. So if you guys are listening to this way after the fact, this was podcast was launched in June of 2020 was when it was first recorded and first launched. So I had all the episode lined up, had uh, all that kind of stuff all, all taken care of. And then all of a sudden the coronavirus kicked in and I had to do a hard pivot, a hard pivot about 180 degrees onto different things about with the content that I was creating with the messaging I had to start you know taking a deep dive into my own business again and to reimagine and reevaluate my business and take it up to the next level so I put it on the shelf again but you know what the time is now we need to bring out this podcast and you are now listening to the first episode
Okay, so what you can expect from this is you're going to, I'm going to share with you um, many years of experience. I'm going to share with you wisdom. I'm going to share with you people in some interview. You know, some of you might be going, oh, geez, not another real estate investor interview podcast. Oh my goodness, there's 10,000 of these things out there and everybody's interviewing the exact same people over and over and over again. It gets a little bit repetitive. But what I want to do is actually maybe bring some people to you that maybe who you don't know. I'm going to bring some people to you that have uh, a lot more, a lot of wisdom and experience. And most of the people I'm going to be bringing to you are not going to be people that have just started investing. They're not going to be one year in the business, not even two years, three, four, five years. They're they're going to be maybe people that have 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, some real world experience. And I'm going to bring those to you. So the format is going to be simple. There's going to be multiple different layers that I'm going to bring out to you within this podcast. There's going to be episodes like we're going to do right now, where it's just going to be me, uh, a solo, solo episode where I'm just going to share some lessons and some insights into some fire for you. And maybe just a key insight or something that I've learned along the process and just maybe a message that you need to have. There's going to be clips from live uh, events that I've held, live workshops from maybe a Facebook Live of something that was just really, really good content and material, and I'm going to bring that out to you as well. So there's going to be, like I said, solo episodes, there's going to be live broadcasts. There's going to be presentations where I'm going to be just in front of a screen, you know, a screen capture presentation where I'll share that with you as well. And there's also going to be interviews in this as well. Okay, so there is multiple modalities that we're going to dive into, and I'll set up each episode will be set up from the beginning with a little bit of context, a little bit of how to get the most out of it, and there will be an incredible amount of depth and resources that you will come uh, get from this. As well. Okay, so for those of you that maybe don't know my backstory, I take a little bit of time just to share a little bit of context with you. Um, my name is Russell Westcott, um, Canadian based real estate uh, investing expert. Um, I've owned properties, I buy properties, I'm currently transacting properties, I help coach, I help inspire people to take action within their own business. My story in real estate might be a typical one or might not, but I got my start right around the year 2000. It was uh, roughly around the year 2000. It was one of those years that when I turned in the year 2000, I had one of those milestone birthdays. Um, I turned the ripe old age of 30 in, in the year 2000. And I was sitting there and I was just kind of analyzing things. At that time, I was, I was working for um, Dairyland Foods. For some of you might know it as Saputo. I had a stint before that with Kraft Foods. I tried my hand at professional golf. I tried to do different things. I was just kind of a little bit lost. Um, I was not sure where I was going, but I found a good role within the Dairyland Foods within Saputo within their marketing department. And you know what? I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was uh, promoted quite often throughout the year. And then one year, one year, year 2000, when I turned 30, I had a wonderful meeting with uh, my financial planner. When I say financial planner, I'm using air quotes to say that he was, uh, it was the, my mutual fund salesman. So, cause that was my entire plan at that time was just basically mutual funds and had some RSPs. That was really it. So I had this conversation. His name is Jerry, Jerry Scott, uh, wonderful, uh, friend. I have conversation with Jerry still to this day. He's a wonderful mentor. He's done an amazing job for himself. I think he owns a Raymond James franchise now, and he's built a book of business. Phenomenal, wonderful success story. I actually consider him my quote unquote, uh, rich dad in certain 
certain respects of somebody who introduced me to look at things differently. So speaking of Rich Dad, it was Jerry Scott who introduced me to the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, the little black and purple book that most people will probably tell you that they got their start, where they that was their first inception moment of making a change to want to improve their life, to start looking at things differently. And now that I look back and I actually looking over my shoulder right now, if you were in my office, you would see a bookcase over my left shoulder. And I have multiple copies of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the original ones that I read way back in the day. And I'll tell you what, um, if I once I now look back at that, I really, if you really look at it, and many of you that have read it, if you maybe go back and reread it many years after the fact, you probably will agree that there wasn't a lot that you learned from it, you know, like the of the tactical how-to variety. But what it really did was it really opened my eyes up to a new way of looking at things. It gave me a new lens to look at my investing. It gave me a new lens to look at my financial future. It gave me a new lens to uh, look at what I wanted to do and, and quote-unquote where I wanted to, you know, be who I wanted to be when I grew up. Okay, so dove into that book, loved it, read it from there, went into uh, a whole rabbit hole of all the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books and series. And the one that resonated with me the most was uh, The Real Estate Riches by Dolph DeRuze. Dolph DeRuze was one of the Rich Dad advisors at that time. Interesting note, it looks like Dolph, uh, I believe he's out of New Zealand or Australia. I can't remember, but it looks like he's starting to make a comeback. So good to see Dolph DeRuze making a comeback in on the circuit again. So anyways, I started down that whole journey and to real estate. Now, no, don't get me wrong. Um, I had never bought a place in my life. I had never bought a property. At that time, around the year 2000, I was renting a basement suite with a roommate. I had never qualified for a mortgage. I had never even thought about it. As a matter of fact, growing up, um, I lived in a mobile home. I actually lived for the first 13, 14 years of my life. I grew, I grew up in a trailer, in a trailer park. And in, was, was it a trailer park? It wasn't even a trailer park. It was actually right on Main Street. It was just a lone trailer right on Main Street in small town Guernsey, Saskatchewan. So for some of you, if you're ever looking up that in on a map, you won't find it. Look, look around Humboldt, which a lot of people probably know what Humboldt is. Um, Humboldt, Lanigan area, right in the heart, heart of potash country in Saskatchewan. So grew up in a mobile home, was renting a basement suite with a roommate, and I got the fire lit under me of looking at things a little bit different from rich dad, poor dad, and then real estate riches. Then from there, I was searching, and really at that time, there was really not much that you could find online. I believe the internet was, you know, fairly new in the infancy at that time. Uh, I was maybe a year later and doing some more searching, and I found out this little real estate uh, event that was going on. It was put on by the, quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, the Canadian Rich Dad. And uh, it was Darren Weeks. Uh, for some of you, if you go way back, you might recognize the name of Darren Weeks. And Darren was holding this event about, you know, the Canadian Rich Dad and some people were coming together. It was in Burnaby, British Columbia. Remember, it was like yesterday. Um, at that event, I saw for the first time, I saw um, Don Campbell, Mr. Don R. Campbell present. And he shared a wonderful presentation on um, how to invest in real estate and the top investment towns to invest in in Alberta. And he had this little booklet that he was handing out of a research report. And, and we even had our tables. We had a little negotiation. We had to actually do a negotiation with on everybody at our table because I think we only had, there was only like 
two copies per table and there's five people at each table. So Don, we had to have a little negotiation strategy uh, session and I won the negotiation. I actually got the copy of that uh, report and I read that thing from start to finish. And it said in there that Edmonton, Alberta was the top place to invest in, in real estate. So you know what? I, I thought, what the heck? Um, I have all this experience within real estate, you know, renting a basement suite, roommate, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to, you know, let's jump in there and let's jump in full feet. You know, am I interested or I'm committed? I'm going to be committed to do this. So I had a conversation with Darren Weeks uh, at the begin at the end of that conference. And I said, sounds like Edmonton's the place to be. You're from Edmonton, Darren. Who's the person I need to go talk to? And he gave me a, a recommendation of going talking to a fellow by the name of Jason Mattern. And to this J. They, Jason Mattern, is still one of my best friends, a business partner. We have many business ventures. He um, was my, one of my best men at my wedding. That's the level of relationship and depth that I have of a relationship with Jason. So I got on an airplane very shortly after, went out to Edmonton, Alberta. I was out there on business. I think I was out there on a sales conference. I met with Jason. Where did we meet? Yeah, we met at, I believe it was Moxie's Restaurant on Jasper Avenue, right downtown Edmonton. And we just hit it off. And I remember very shortly after that, very shortly after that, I was writing an offer on a house. Um, first property, 12719 122719122nd Avenue in Calder, uh, Calder uh, area of Edmonton, northwest, north central, northwest Edmonton. Um was writing an offer on that place. Shortly after that, I went through a whole bunch of education through the Real Estate Investment Network. I learned the process of qualifying for mortgages. I learned the, the process of, of, uh, of how to write offers. I learned all that process. So I made a commitment to, to just learn the process. I made a commitment to learn by doing. Education is wonderful, but you learn more by actually shooting the puck, taking action, and moving forward. So lo and behold, on that first place, uh, ended up um, writing an offer on it, getting it accepted. And you know what, I went into the bank to go in there and learn how to get a mortgage. And I had no documents together. I was like, you know, I had this paper on my desk, and I was shuffling this paper, a few pieces of paper around, I had, I had no idea how to qualify for a mortgage. And then the person and I remember it was like, yes, it was at a, a CIBC uh, bank in Brentwood, uh, British Columbia. Uh, Brentwood branch in Burnaby. And um, he came home and says, you know, you have, here's a checklist. You need to put this together. You need to put all this stuff together. So I, one of the first things I learned how to do was how to get all the banks on board, how to put together your investment package, how to put together your investment binder. Now things have gone digital a lot more. So you had to put together this investment binder. Okay. So I learned how the banks were doing, but then here's the thing. Um, Back in the day when I was buying that first place, 12719 122nd Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta, um, I was able to qualify for a mortgage because I had a good job. I had a good T4 statement, okay? Uh, but I had no down payment. I did not have any capital to buy the properties. As a matter of fact, you know, when I was looking at some of my uh, financials, <laughs> a couple of the largest numbers when I was coming to, to cash reserves, the largest number I saw was actually attached to a visa statement. I did not have the down payment to write the offer. So I actually went on a journey at that time. I went on a journey to learn how to raise capital. And for some of you, if you maybe have heard my backstory, the answer to the raising of the capital to buy the real estate for me came in the form of a cassette tape. Um, now, a quick aside for those of you who are maybe not familiar with a cassette 
tape is. A cassette tape is one of those olden olden things us, us old timers uh, used to get our information from. There was that uh, uh, a, a tape that went from reel to reel, and we put it in our little in our little Walkmans, right? And we had our fuzzy earbuds on, and maybe our batteries would last maybe one play front and back. And I remember it like it was yesterday when this cassette tape arrived in the mail. I was on my way out the door to head to a sales conference in uh, Winnipeg. Okay. So it came in the mail, like go figure a cassette tape arrived from Canada post. Like how old school is that? So I grabbed that cassette tape and I was on my way out the door. I was on the, uh, and then I was jumping on an airplane riding from Vancouver to Winnipeg. And on that cassette tape was a presentation by a fellow by the name of Arlen Dolan. And when you guys are going to be going through a lot of um, the episodes throughout my podcast, you will hear the name Arlen Dolan. I've scheduled to have Arlen be interviewed multiple times. I got multiple interviews with Arlen. He's just a wonderful resource that you guys are just going to love him. So on that cassette tape, Arlen shared a concept called joint venturing. He shared about how he presents his deals to other people. He presents how he just calmly explains the deal. And I just, something resonated with Arlen about how he presented the deal. So I was, I was on fire after listening to that presentation. I was committed to make it work because my options were at that time. Remember buying a property could qualify for a mortgage, but didn't have the down payment. My options were figure it out or quit. And I chose to figure it out. So I went on a journey. I started learning from the best of the best. I started taking lots of training. I started uh, having conversations with uh, multiple people. For that first deal, that first uh, joint venture partner of mine was a uh, friend, somebody who I was hiking with, a hiking partner, and somebody I was just sharing with him all the exciting things I was learning and the places I was going. And I was going to Edmonton and I was learning this. And here's how to analyze properties here. Now I'm doing this due diligence checklist. And oh, by the way, I've qualified for this mortgage. I got this wonderful place. And I was just sharing with him my excitement and my enthusiasm to want to build a portfolio of real estate. And this fellow who I worked with just loved it. He loved the enthusiasm. He loved my willingness to do whatever it took to make this work. He loved that I was willing to invest in myself. He was loved that I was willing to invest in coaching and mentors and, and additional resources and support networks and research. He would just love that I was willing to do all this work. And you know what? He took a chance and he wanted to invest with me. So he put up the down payment. I did all the work. I qualified for the mortgage and we bought that place. Now, I wish that 12719 122nd Avenue was a wonderful success story and I still own it today. <sighs> I wish I could say that, but <laughs> that one ended up being a, a, a bad property. And I had a tenant in the basement. I hired a bad property manager that didn't quite, uh, wasn't quite up to snuff, politely saying up to snuff. The tenant in the basement died and the upstairs sat vacant for nine months. Um, and I'll tell you what, I just got so freaked out after that first place, 12719 122nd Avenue, that I ended up selling it, like literally nine months after buying it. And um, here's the thing is after I bought it, owned it for a little while, sold it, right? So I did an entire cycle. I actually, when people ask you what's, ask me what's my best real estate investment, I usually tell them it's my first one. The first one that I did was my best one because it got me to take action. It got me to get 
off the thinking and reading and endlessly what ifs and should I or shouldn't I, you know, sh- you know, pardon the, the, the graphic saying I was shooting all over myself. That first property got me to take that action, even though it didn't turn out as well as I would like after I bought it, owned it sold it. I lost about $700 on the transaction off the complete transaction. So I sat there and I looked at it and I go, geez, you know what? I did everything wrong on that first transaction. And it cost me about 700 bucks. Um, I'm going to make the commitment on the next properties I'm going to buy. I'm going to do, I'm going to make it better. And I'm going to make the commitment to eliminate the mistakes. I'm going to make the commitment by learning, by doing. I'm going to make the commitment by keep moving forward in my process as a real estate investor. Then from there, that led to, an, uh, I still wanted to keep going. I didn't quit. The partner that was with me on the first one said, what the heck? Let's just roll it into the next one. I still believe in you. Um, they were a little, a little questioning. They were a little shaken by that first experience. But you know what? They believed in me so much that they were willing to just keep rolling the dice and keep rolling it into the next property. Then I ended up buying another property and then I made fewer mistakes on the, on the next one. Then I bought another property. I bought another property and started buying more property. And then it started to just get into, I started to get into a groove. I was learning. I was hiring coaches. I was hiring mentors. I was traveling all over North America to learn from some of the best of the best. One of uh, my early mentors back in that time was a fellow by the name of Ron Legrand out of Jacksonville, Florida. Fantastic mentor of somebody who I learned so much for, but it was a lot of strategies that were based out of the States. Okay. And, um, I kept coming back to my investment portfolio in Canada. I kept coming back to my membership as a real estate investment network member, and I just kept moving forward and buying properties. There was a time in, in my investing that I uh, was actually on a tear. I, I think it was a five-year stretch that I bought a property a month for more than five years, okay? Now, I say that those numbers and I say some of these things not as a flex and not to impress you, but I what I say to you is to impress upon you that it can be done. So get this for a second. Uh, it was a person who never bought a piece of real estate had um, a basement suite renter with a roommate to buying my first piece of real estate. And it went quite horribly, to be honest, but it ended up turning out to be a fantastic learning experience to uh, building a portfolio of more. I've transacted more than 100 properties now, and I'm continually buying uh, properties to this day. As a matter of fact, the last properties I bought, I bought um, one, two, I bought four units, four properties in 2019. Uh, 2020, I'm still adding more properties to my portfolio. And I'm doing a little bit of a pivot this year. And as you follow along in the podcast, um, you will find out what I'm pivoting towards. But I will save that strategy a little bit more uh, down the road. But I still am an active real estate investor. And I will share along the way, I'll share a lot of the mistakes I made, a lot of the pain points, a lot of the uh, lessons that I've learned. And I want to share it all with you if you want to go on this journey with me. Okay, so long story painfully, I'll try to make it painfully short. So fast forward up to today where this podcast is being launched is 2020. So I've been investing in real estate for almost 20 years now. So the next phase of the story is as follows. So understand I've been investing for 20 years. And remember like the first part of the first part of the story, turn 30 had uh, a, you know, a pivotal moment, you know, one of those uh, crucible moments, if you will, in your investing portfolio. And I had to figure out, you know, 30 
Peter Pan eventually had to grow up. I was suffering from Peter Pan syndrome at that time. And Peter Pan eventually had to grow up. So I made a pivot at that time. Now I sit there now it's 2020. I actually just had another milestone birthday this past year. And this birthday I had was it just turned 50. And, um, you know, to be completely honest with you, um, this 50th birthday actually hit me pretty hard. It actually, um, it knocked me on my, you know, on my backside for, for quite a while. I was sitting back and I was really analyzing what I've accomplished up to this time. And if I was to be brutally honest, um, I believe I have not accomplished enough. I think that there is um, something inside me still to give, and I've been called to serve the audience of real estate investors. And to be fully honest and transparent, I haven't stepped up enough. I haven't provided enough value. I haven't provided enough service. I haven't inspired enough people. And to be complete transparency, uh, I've been playing small. I really have been playing small up to this point. So I actually sat down and it just knocked me for a loop for a week. And I sat down, and I said, what am I planning to do? What is the next evolution of this? So I just turned 50, it's 2020. What do I want to accomplish? So the next phase of the journey I want to take is I want to inspire. And I actually have this written down. It's written down on whiteboards, written down on flip charts. It's written down as a goal. I want to inspire 1 million, 1 million real estate investors by the year 2035 to be able to give them the tools, support, and resources to be able to buy one more property in their portfolio. Now, time out from that for a second. Let me just describe the concept of what I call the one more property factor and formula is as follows. So here's the thing. I've been doing this for 20 years. And when I ever have conversations with real estate investors, people that have been doing it, I ask a question. One of the questions, and I'm going to ask this question of you if you're listening to this episode, and ask this question of you. Um, what would be the biggest regret that you would have if you're a real estate investor? What would be one of the biggest regrets that you would have? Now, if I was in a room full of uh, a live audience, and I'm asking this of you if you're listening to this, answer that question in your mind. What would the biggest regret you would have as a real estate investor? Now, there's lots of different topics and tangents and nuances and different things that people will put out, but truly it comes down to two things. The two biggest regrets that real estate investors have, number one is they didn't start soon enough, and number two is they didn't acquire enough properties, okay? Those are the two biggest regrets. Now, one of the exercises I do with a lot of my clients is I get clear with each and every one of us, what does one property equal to you? Like, what does one property mean to you? Now, for example, this is an exercise I want you to do. And I know this might be difficult if you're driving and you don't have a pen and paper handy and stuff like that. But just mentally think about this, but don't check out if you're driving. Okay, think about this for a second. Maybe think about the last piece of real estate you bought. Okay, and I'll share some numbers of the last piece of real estate I bought. Okay, um, this last piece of real estate that I bought, if that property was free and clear, Okay, bought it for $460,000, brand new construction suited house. If that property was free and clear and there was no appreciation, and let's say 15 years from now, that asset would be worth about $460,000 if it was free and clear and there was no appreciation. What would the cash flow on that property be? Okay, the cash flow on that property would be roughly about $1,800 a month net to me. Okay, 
So I'm just gonna do a quick calculation here. So it's a little bit more than 18 grand. So in 15 years, if that property was free and clear to me, it would be worth about a $22,000 a year income stream and about $460,000 in an asset, okay? So if I bought that one place held to a term of 15 years and eventually it got paid off through maybe just some really diligent savings and pay down strategies and the tenant paying it off, that would be worth almost a half a million dollars and almost $25,000 a year in income to me. So what does one more property mean to me? It means 25,000 a year and half a million bucks. Okay. Now I'm going to ask that question of you. I would want you to probably write that number down. What does one more piece of real estate equal to you? It could be one more apartment building, okay? And maybe on one more apartment building is a million dollars. And the net cash flow on that thing, you know, is maybe 40,000, you know, 50, 60, $70,000 a year, okay? That's what one more property equals to you. So are you willing to lean into some uncomfortable moments, some education, invest in yourself, invest in some training, listen to these podcasts, listen to people that have been down this road before you? Are you willing to put in the time and effort to get an asset worth a half a million dollars and worth 25 grand in uh, annual cash flow? That is the exercise that I talk about, what I call the one more property. And so here's what I'm, my, my mission is to inspire a million people to give you the tools and resources to be able to buy one more property, add one more property to your portfolio. Here's the really cool thing that happens that I've studied with, with people along the way is usually they don't stop at one. Usually, once you learn how the process, you learn how to start, keep moving forward, and you keep getting some inspiring, and you learn from some wonderful mentors, and you learn how to keep, uh, you know, keep your the pedal to the metal. One is not enough, and you learn and you keep growing and keep growing. But my remember, my mission is to inspire a million people to give you the tools and resources to add one more property to your portfolio. Okay, so that's what one of the missions of this podcast is just another extension of that mission that I have of trying to impact a million people. So guys, if you're part of the journey, uh, I this is going to be an exciting journey and I look forward to being part of this with you. Okay, so... With all that being said, this first one, first episode, I just want to just kind of put down a little bit about what the intention is. I want to put down a little bit about uh, what my core values were. I want to put down a little bit about a backstory. I want to put down um, a little bit about the feeling and intention and how I'm going to serve and inspire you. Um, now, just remember the format of this podcast is not going to be a set format. There's going to be long form interviews. There's going to be workshops. There's going to be training. Um, some of it might just be me on my phone and just, uh, you know, going off the cuff and going, you know, on the spot and going live on the spot, because it might just be a message you need to hear based upon a conversation I have with one of my coaching clients, based on maybe a conversation I have with some of my high performing real estate and investing experts uh, that I'm interviewing that I'm learning from myself, it might just be an insight that I want to share with you. Because I have been called to do this work, I have been called to serve real estate investors at the highest 
value. I'm looking to have this podcast come out on a weekly basis. You're probably going to get the first episodes, the first lump of episodes. You're probably going to get a, a group of eight or 10 right off the bat. And then we'll get into a little bit of a groove of coming out once a week with a new episode. And let's see how far it goes. I'm, I'm making a commitment to, to do this for a minimum of three years a starting point. And you know what? It just may evolve and just take a life of its own. But I'm truly um, excited about this journey. I'm excited to take this journey myself. I'm also very excited for you to be on this journey with myself. I'm excited for you to be on this journey of this, uh, you know, I'm not going to go as far as call it the odyssey, the real estate odyssey, but we're going to have a fun time learning together. Okay. Um, you know, I've been in this game for 20 years and I like I still to this day feel like I have a beginner's mindset and I still have so much to learn and I am have a hunger and a desire and a passion to keep moving forward to keep learning to keep growing on what I do within my portfolio and what I'm doing is I'm making a commitment to share what I learn with you so I welcome you guys to be part of this journey together so I don't know about you but I am pumped I hope you are pumped about this journey that we are about to go on together we are going to grow alongside of each other uh, here's the thing guys I'm always open to feedback. Uh, I would love your reviews. I'd love your shares. One of the mandates I have of this podcast is to deliver a high quality production for you. A high quality from a standpoint of, I'm not going to say it might be, it might not be high quality in in this, in what I'm saying. I might stumble over some words. It might be raw. I might bumble and stumble, but it's going to be real. It's going to be authentic. It's going to be me. But what I'm going to make a commitment to is bring you high quality production. You're going to get high quality sound. You're going to get a, a high quality experience. You're going to get high quality guests. You're going to have access to high quality materials. And it's all for free as part of this podcast so if you're willing to go on this journey with me together, and it's all going to be included for free on this podcast. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you share with a friend, make sure you listen to all the episodes as they come out, and they will get better. Each and every one of them is going to get a little bit better. And I, I'm making a commitment to that process. And I look forward to sharing with you. I look forward to providing as much value as I possibly can. And guys, until the next one, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. <laughs>